You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. What is happening, everyone? You've got Lance Lambert coming to you live from MJ Biz 2021 in the Green Bros booth. And I've got next to me a few friends, one of them being Gregory from the Trim Butler out of beautiful Southern Oregon, as well as Colin Reichart, our very own CEO at Green Bros. So first off, Greg, I want to welcome you, man. We just finally Thank got you. to catch up in person. That. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, definitely stoked to have you on the show and kind of talk, not just about what you think of MJ Biz, but what's been going on in Oregon, because there's been a lot going on up there in that market. So MJ Biz, I'm a little bit actually annoyed about because of when they decided to do the show this year. Yeah. Um, people that need to be at this show are not because they need to be at their harvest field. Taking down. It's harvest season, MJ Biz. Croptober is what we call it. So I have to tell you, exactly. dude, that was my biggest stress. Colin will be surprised, although we had a lot of moving parts. But literally, I had some Bubba Mendo coming down. And I was so perplexed on if I should take it down before or after this week. I happened to be on the call, uh, on a phone call with Ed Rosenthal. And I'm like, Ed, what would you do? And he's like, take it down now. Don't chance it. Take it down. So literally, Absolutely. that was me. I was yeah. taking down all last weekend so that I could make it to the show this week. So I 100%, and Colin being a former grower, both of us completely empathize with the statement you made because the, the timing could not have been more whack. You know, right? I personally stopped growing a couple years ago because I'm just too busy, but it is that time. And, yeah. you know, if you put it off a couple of days, it could end up being a bad situation. Yeah. Better pull it sooner than after the fact that now you sound like ed <laughs> you live in oregon the weather changes every day yeah so. never mind the firestorms which no, yeah i think that might be a good segue um you know that's how we connect all, uh, you've had a relationship with green bows for some time but that's how specifically you and i connected was you having to deal with the fire that came through there i guess now a few years ago it's a little bit of a blur just over a year oh, was it just over a year? Oh, okay. september 8th of last okay. year yeah. yeah yeah time flies when you're having fun lance it oh does. my gosh you yeah fun with masks yeah fun with masks amongst twenty thousand other people I don't even recognize you anymore. Like, holy shit. The, the, the Santa Claus beard joke was good, though. Yeah, so everyone knows. I grew out my seasonal takedown beard. And and uh, funny story about that. That's a whole other tangent. Cole and I will get into. But, um, man, yeah. So you got, so it was crazy because your operation is in Medford. For those that don't know, that's the last major metro before the Oregon-California state line. Yeah, that's the big city. It's about right? 24 miles from the border. And it's... It's a beautiful place to live. Hey, yeah, it really you? is. I'm in between, to your point, Medford, I mean, the whole the whole valley, but obviously Medford, Apple Valley, Grants Pass, I mean, Eagle Point, it's a gorgeous country, right? And so, what, so you told me the story how the fire was coming. It was a few towns down, actually yeah, just so south of Medford. the fire Medford. was just a little, a little house structure in Ashland, and uh, before we knew it, it was taking over the whole whole valley. It, it, it just ripped through there. It was it was kind of like uh, people called me and told me about it. They said it was like the car fire. I, I personally didn't think it was quite that bad. Yeah. But people lost a lot of stuff, and, and people were in desperate need of help. And yeah, that's I why we're here. The community came together. Yeah. Um, trimming companies all came together. They all helped all the growers. They went out to the farms. They helped them out. It was fantastic. Nice. You see the caring and, and, and actually like they're just not corporations they're people and they actually care yeah and it was great and then you saw what other agencies did and it was kind of disappointing like it took FEMA a year to get housing yeah without a house for over a year very true I mean, we've sad. done this Green Bros has done this a couple times 
and when the first time we did, we, you know, it was like that massive, that massive fire in California. Yeah, the car fire. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. It was just, um, you know, you, and you go through it, and that's where we grew up. You know, that that Emerald area. That's like where the company started. Right. I, although it started technically in San Diego. Yeah. That's where we started selling. You know, so we have an affinity and connection to the area. But it was like we're gonna go up there, and we're gonna help out, we're gonna do this, and you just go up there, and you're just like. There's nothing I can do. Like it's so yeah. massive. It's, devastating. it's just devastating, yeah. and there's nothing. We're like, you know, we did what we can do, but just that on the other side of it, it's like there's so much, just unbelievable devastation. And then you know, a couple years later, it's the same fucking thing again. Yeah. And California burns out again, and we're, it's like we're repeating the same thing. We're like, dude, this is this is crazy. These fires are absolutely insane. Yeah. And we can't we can't say we don't expect them. A lot of people don't know. You know, the Department of Forestry and, and the governments used to proactively trim the the, the yeah. low the low hanging brush, and they went from a, a proactive to a reactive to save money. How much money is it costing us now? And not just the government, but obviously when you we know, when we went yeah, up, uh, I think on the on the second the second fire, um, we were talking to a guy that that like we went to his house. And all the houses around him were burned down, just burned out. Like you go there and there's nothing there. The cars are burned yeah, it's down. It's so random. It's just, it's just like, yeah. and it looks like it and was then carpet. There's a house. Yeah. Just, just nothing happened to it. But By perfect house. Standing. Yeah. And the guy's like, and his house is perfect. I'm like, and one of his trucks is one quarter burned out. And I'm like, dude, he goes, yeah. He goes, you know, I was really crazy. Like a week before the fire, I looked around my yard and I said, fuck, I got to clear all that brush. So yeah. I did it. And he, and he did it and it, and it saved it's his house. Yeah. And then he's the guy that's on a bulldozer running through the forest trying to help other people's houses yeah. trying to knock shit down and he said that it was what would happen was uh, like a pine cone or whatever would catch on fire and then uh the wind would just fucking throw it oh, yeah. and it just like fly and these big balls of fucking greasy yeah. fire would go and stick on somebody's roof boom yeah. done yeah. and then yeah. <laughs> you know with all that sap it's yeah. just it's like just a like, yeah. It's that old growth. It's so unfortunate. Tar. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just like a perfect it's combination. It's hot enough. And yeah. Poof, yeah. Boom. It's up it goes. Yeah. And it was. And I think I, I. I hate to compare it to a war, but it did look. It looked like a war zone. It did look like a war zone. Yeah. Flying yeah. into Medford after years. Yeah. Flying out of Santa Rosa after yeah. that one. And to, to your point, like you'd see, you know, brick fireplaces where homes were. So obviously yep. you knew what the footprints were. But then to your point, it'd be not touched, touched, not touched, touched, not touched. We pulled yeah. into the wrong address in the motorhome. We, we, we thought it was the right address. We pull in and it's completely devastated. And and it's like, there's there's a, there's the skeleton of a four-wheeler and a car and a house and there's a fire thing. And we pull up and this guy comes out and he's like, like elated to see us, like you know, I don't, this isn't the guy we're going to see. We're like, yeah. this is weird, it's you know. Yeah, but, it, but he's like, yeah. there's somebody it's here. Human. Human I might life. have, I might have <laughs> help. Only one. I'm like, oh, sorry, dude, we got the wrong address, you know. Yeah. He's like, no, hang out, come on. Yeah. Please just say, hello. Just yeah. say something. Yeah. So you, oh so so fast forwarding. I mean, so we caught up. To your point, then is is probably about eight or nine months after it, it came through there, and I know Oregon still parts of Oregon are still on fire today. Um, I drove through I think I told you my mom lives up just outside of Bend and uh, last time I was up there I drove home and driving through the forest obviously on the back side of Medford you know a little big, inland this yeah year, that's where the big fire oh my gosh man just, and even just, my wife she's just devastated because yeah. we drove through there about a year and a half ago a year ago and it was just gorgeous so so you you obviously 
you came to a crossroads, as most business owners have when they obviously get hit with a big blow, no matter what it is, where it was like stay the course or, or exit stage left, and you decided to stay on and, and do the remote thing, right? Yeah, so essentially, that, uh, that was a really hard choice. Uh, yeah. I thought I had insurance. You know, they had a clause in it with no cannabis, anything cannabis wasn't, wasn't covered. Yeah. So that meant my alarm system from SOS Alarm was covered. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And that wasn't even mine. So I had equipment that was at my house that was dirty or needed repair. So I, mean, I still have a season to do. People still need to harvest. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I pushed forward. I threw every dime I had left into it. Yeah. And people people came out it was yeah. fantastic yeah. we're stoked we were yeah. I mean it was it was nice of Leslie obviously give us a heads up and as Colin mentioned it, it wasn't our first time because it you know for us being growers and and you know for being a couple kids that have spent some time in California grew up in California you know obviously being able to help as much as we can as far as I'm concerned the triangle has always gone up into Oregon anyway I mean it's oh, kind absolutely. of iron, ironic but it goes all the way to Grants Pass it's, got, it's kind of the square it squares it, out it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> it keeps going north before these greenhouse pop up oh it's my god I know. North. I, mean, I know I'm up in Portland uh, four times a year they're doing year-round parking yeah. in Portland so that's sick and that's very like, cool you know you're right on the border oh, yeah. of Washington it's cold up here man Willamette to your point like the two valleys in Oregon southern northern Oregon it's definitely a bit of a difference as far as climate. I was definitely surprised by that. Oh, absolutely. It yeah. is uh, a lot more wet up north. Yeah. Um, we have more of like a four seasons, like pretty much if it wasn't so hot and dry lately. Perfect yeah. weather. It's like if you like the four seasons, you're going to get a nice winter, nice summer, nice fall, nice spring. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's going to be the place where I end up. It's like my, one of my cars is already plated for Oregon, off the record. Sorry, California, <laughs> you were taking my taxes. You got enough freaking money. Yeah, oh, you better be careful, expensive. man. They're listening to I you. Know, right? I know, right? They are. Bugged. Because they're already trying to get us, all of us who have left. Oh, like, I know. Hey, hey. They did that to me when I left. <laughs> yeah. Over a year later, yeah. and they're like, hey, there's still taxes. Send it yeah. to my CPA. Yeah. And he's like, no, I've had four other clients get this, this always have same to, list. I always have to untangle the fucking yeah. California so, conundrum. They always got to get their money don't oh they? my gosh they do so how has it been up and I, I one thing congratulations I mean I know, I know you're not growing anymore but congratulations you were a part of the got fact it. that over one billion dollars of cannabis sales last year in Oregon you guys broke the the B for billion on sales and it seemed like it was coming out of the dollar per gram wholesale because I had friends again for fifty yeah, the, bucks know, the price market up there is, is crap yeah um, it is bottom market so if you can't bottom ball it you're not going to make it and that kind of just spreads out and then once it hits the dispensary though it kind of goes right back uh, up yeah, to right should it be and you're like how's that going to work so it's, it's been kind of rough for them i mean yeah a billion dollars but the, the farmers aren't making that well, well, right, yeah they're barely scraping by I was just, and yeah. it's really sad to see that and then the state is just yeah, getting so much money and then i gotta go yeah. Austin, but, but yeah. that's how it is and at least it is legal and that's and there's I, a market. So. I think you make a good point there for our listeners that, yeah. that aren't aware yeah. of how legalization happened yeah. in Oregon because yeah, every sure. state was a little different. Uh, Oregon, thankfully, unlike Washington yeah. State, was yeah. proud to keep yeah, the medical program alive. But you guys, I mean, you made a valid point. So the 
the farmers were coming in again, four fifty five hundred a pound. At one point, it was two three grand a pound. I remember when those they days. They first started, right? Was, yeah, but by the time harvest hit, then it, it came was down. Not, it crashed. But you made a really good observation because vertical isn't as popular in Oregon State as it is, say, a Colorado market where for some reason like the rate was kind of held at the front line, yet the farmers were getting stroked. I don't know how else to put it, yeah. but you guys, you, you know that the farm, the farms are the ones getting taxed and they're the ones there's just, that- There's so many hands in between yeah. the farmer to the dispensary and the biggest one is at the end. Well, I mean, you, we're not you, gonna say names, you but know, you know that, that is. It always, it, it, this is the story of Americana. Yeah. It's always pushed the littlest, you know, all the way down to, the, to, to where you get to the bottom and that's not, shouldn't be the bottom but that's where it is like the farmer always pays yeah i mean you know it was the same thing with cotton same thing with corn yeah, same soy thing with soy yep. it's always the same massive, thing massive massive amounts that's to, right to and, make then, pennies and, the then, and then and then they and then they get these guys into these loans to buy this equipment that they have to have to cultivate that much territory yep and you know, like chicken the guys that do chickens is unbelievable oh. man like it's so it's such a fucking racket it is such a it's racket such a fucking racket and there's this moment in cannabis where you go this could really be another shot at the American dream, the small production or the yeah. medium-sized family-type style house. But man, you just see it coming, man. You just yeah. see the the big boys are like, uh, don't want you to make no money. I think I'll suck up all that product over here. Yep. As soon as it, you know, that's a, also, I mean, as soon as it becomes multi-state, you know, like it's gonna open up the floodgates in some respect and help some people out. But then you know the big boys are in. Yeah, that's when you know that. And they're hanging in the wings. Yeah. Like I, I said that. I, I think I kind of got a couple of heads shaken up, but it was uh, ICBC in San Francisco a few years ago now, and someone's going on about the big guys, and I'm like, you, you all know they're already here, right? Like, yeah. all right, big alcohol, big pharma. Yeah. They're, they're all. My, my big wife tobacco. gives me shit about this all the time, and I and I'm like, I poo poo. I'm like, no, honey, it's not like that. She goes, I've read it. I know the big boys are waiting in the wings. Oh yeah. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, it's not 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 in not in equipment, honey. We're gonna be, you know, yeah. somebody oh, somebody. Somebody's gonna come and buy the, uh, us up, right? Oh, That's yeah. how that'll work. She goes, "Oh, I've heard it. I know. There's guys that they've already got these machines." And I'm like, "Babe, you gotta, you gotta yep. give me a break here. Boy, this is how we make our living." Yeah, you know? John Deere is not gonna swoop balloons. in. because yeah. it's not like soybean yeah. corn. Yeah, right, 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 right. You and I talk about this all the time, Colin, yeah. and, and you get yeah, too, Greg. It's one of those things where it's it's not kiwi, it's not bananas, it's not almonds, it's not. The goodness is on the outside, not the inside. So you yeah. can't just process it. Like like I watch this uh, millennial farmer. I get sucked into these YouTube wormholes. This millennial <laughs> farmer out of totally Minnesota, awesome. guys, cool as shit because he's like most farmers, you know, like total hip neck. Like he gets the plant, he gets the processing. He's a mechanic, so he fixes his truck and he fixes his combine and all this stuff. But hearing what he's going through and some of the challenges he has, but to your point, there it's it's so much that he has to deal with just to get it to the table, but he's processing corn and soybeans. I see the machines processing the corn. He has husk going in one side, <laughs> he's got kernels coming out the yeah, other. Sorry, oh, right. You can't do that with cannabis, cannabis dude. Sorry, John Deere. It's not going to a lot easier, wouldn't yeah. it? Oh my God. Yeah. There's no way. World, but then this industry wouldn't I mean, be what it is. You never got not, not, not in the flower market, you know, maybe. Maybe when you get to the extract and it's all extract only, you'll yeah. be able to get there. But never gonna get there with the flower market. Very true. And I, you know, it's so interesting. I, I think, uh, and that's we, you know, Green Bros. We always talk about how we treat the flower in a, like a manicure. Like we, we're more gentle, and we give you a better trim, like a hand finish. And and um, 
the other a lot of companies approach it just so aggressively and violently yeah. because it's all just about a throughput game. Got to get your numbers, 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 and yeah. and now in a de time frame where companies are going three hundred. I heard three hundred dollars a pound in NorCal this like yeah. twenty minutes ago. I almost yeah. shat. Like three hundred dollars a pound. That is that is dying. Yeah, that's that is dying. that's commoditized. I mean, that's right? what happened in Oregon a couple years exactly. ago. But yeah. yeah, it's commoditized. Yeah. It's back a little bit, but not much. Not yeah. Much. I mean, yeah. yeah. Kinda, uh, you know, if you're lucky, it gets up to about eight. So I did hear That's crazy. from, from an Oregon grower earlier that um, they're calling in the National Guard to try to eradicate some of the shenanigans. And, and for those that don't know what I mean by that, the guys that are growing hemp on the borders and THC on the inside. <laughs> they actually right? declared a state of emergency to pull in the National Guard. Is that not there crazy, is too man? many illegal grows. And States do love those helicopters in the National Guard for Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> It's, hey, listen, it's unbelievable, man. but that's, right? that's what they want to do. If you give an opportunity for doing shit the wrong way, people are going to do it. Yeah. But, if it's a short shortcut, they'll find yeah, it, yeah, but, for sure. But yeah, on the other side of that, too, yeah. I mean, if you overregulate, if you overregulate it, like California did, you create a fucking problem, too. I mean, yeah. yeah. Causing, know, when California decides that they have to bail out cannabis, which ostensibly should be a very healthy industry in yeah, California. Absolutely. But, but we have to bail it out. That's not the farmer's problem. No. That's the government fucking it up as much as they can fuck it up, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, you want to say at that point, sorry, government, you're doing it wrong. And now they yeah. just passed, or in you, you guys have dealt with this in Oregon. You know, now they had an emergency, you know, and altered all the rules and regs and everything just like a month ago. Only gave five days for the lawyers to, to respond and review it, but they changed the rules like every two months. It's oh, yeah, yeah, in Colorado, and they're, and they're big changes. Yeah, it's not like we were watching minor. it. The first year, adult use came online, and they amended the original regula regulations 85 times in the first year. And some of it was benign. Some was oh, not within X amount of distance of a school yard and no billboard like some stuff that they right. just kind of forgot about but to your point it's not a purpose yeah they didn't write it in there yeah but being taxed six ways from seed to sale yes and by the way they don't really change that except for one direction yeah they just take more yeah. it's not like hey, hey never we, goes down. We, we're overdoing it here no yeah. no, no. We're, take, yeah. we're, we're, we're keeping we're, we're keeping the, yeah keeping the illicit more. market strong wait a minute here and if so. you use gasoline to transport your cannabis there's another 35 percent tax on yeah. that Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Cal so, you know, where do you see this? Huh? You think this uh, <laughs> this movement that uh, Oregon's making, as far as bringing in the the National Guard, you think this will continue to I, put it in the right direction? No, or? no, I think it's a waste of money. It, it's kind of it's kind of like the war on drugs. Yeah, the failed it's war on drugs. It's never worked. No. It's never going to work. Well, it made a lot of people a lot of money. Other solutions. Yeah. Well, well, that's what it did. Well, search and seizure. You know, you can't track that collected cash. The, the bad government. guys make a lot of money, and Trust the government me, I know. makes a lot of money when they find the bad guys. They're like, oh yes, we're going to take your multi-million dollar home and yep. seize your accounts, and and poof, they just got a hundred million dollars because this criminal was doing something. I just I was so a victim of that shit myself, them. so I I totally understand. Yep. They take it. They take it. They go. They go, they take it, and you're like, are you taking my truck, bro? And the yep. guy's like, yeah, I'm taking your truck. I'm like, why are you fucking taking my truck, bro? Yeah, what did like, my truck you do? What did my truck do? Yeah, because you yeah. well, you, you might have used drug money to buy it. Yep. 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 
What? What? So that, yep. that, you, I might you point I, out something what? really obvious. How do you figure that out? A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. 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 Take everything. No, I every dollar bill I have has cocaine on it, and I don't use cocaine. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Because it's not my problem. That's true. Very true. That's true. And it's it's something that again I think a lot of people don't recognize because it is a game, and and I learned it early on. I this kind of this trip you out, but studied criminal justice, criminal law in college. I was actually visiting a family back east, riding on the plane next to a guy, and you have small conversation with people on planes. It's like, where are you heading to? He's like, oh, I'm going to pick up a car for my boss. And I'm like, you're leaving California to go pick up a car in Florida. Like, I think we have enough cars in California. This is a two-year-old Corvette at the time, so it's like a 99 Corvette or something. And I'm like, why are you going all the way to Florida for a Corvette? He's like, oh, it was a search and seizure. I worked for the DEA, and he bought it at our auction for 11 grand. Oh, <laughs> so you're saying that the government's a bigger mafia than the mafia, essentially, is how it Taking works. Taking that shit and selling it. Yep. I know when I got my, I did get my truck back, that seat did not fit my ass. And there was a couple more miles on it when, yeah. I, when I left yeah. it. And the guy told me when he picked it, when he got oh, that was a really nice truck, bro. No. Oh, way. you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, I think, yeah. just so you guys know, for those that, that are on the legacy or the traditional market side, would we'll, we'll be PC. You know, it's one thing when you get arrested and prosecuted for breaking the law. That's obviously criminal, and you're guilty, you're innocent until proven guilty. But when it comes to search and seizure, a lot of people don't know. That's more treated like civil, where you're guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. So you have to prove your innocence yeah. on that you didn't touch cocaine or you didn't yeah, touch yeah, cannabis. Yeah. Or yeah, it costs it's you actually, more money to prove that you're yep. innocent than yeah. what they took. Yes. That, they actually, and yeah, we're talking cars and houses. It yeah. costs more, and they will keep you tied up for years and years and years. Yeah. And that's what they're designed to do. And, the, and that's the just so is, they can have it. It's a racket. And then they sell it for it pennies is. on the dollar. It is. They, and they and the, and the whole the whole time, you you don't have. There's no there's no access. So I'm I mean no. I, like literally, we they dropped all charges in in my particular instance. Yep. All charges are dropped. I walk out of the courtroom. It was three months later, yeah. and I got my truck back. But I got it back. Like normally, which that in itself, yeah, dude, was you're a, was, lucky. Yeah, yeah, very you're lucky. lucky. Very lucky. And my attorney's like, you're not getting that back. I'm like, dude, they dropped everything. Like, they literally dropped charges. It wasn't wasn't like, oh, we're going to plea. Plea out or negotiate. It was completely dropped, and everything was dropped, and it still was three months later. And, uh, and I, I did get it back, thankfully. I mean, I'm very grateful because most people don't. And you know, that's... They're not fast at giving, but they're fast at taking. They're pretty good at taking. You yeah. know, bureaucracy. Yeah. And that's um, another thing that's kind of interesting. Um, we'll, we'll leave names out for the innocent, but... It, a guy who owned a hydro store that ended up selling out to a larger company out of Marin County where I grew up in NorCal. And um, he is part of an underground grow operation. To your point, a few homes were involved in such. And same thing to your point, Colin, because Marin County, which is one of the safest, cleanest, lowest crime counties on paper, on yeah, record, yeah, right, right. in the Bay Area compared to Alameda, Contra Costa County, San Francisco County. They did the same thing because they want to keep their numbers clean. They dropped all charges, kept all seizure. Kept all so seizure, it's yeah. literally, it's a money game for them. Yeah. So their numbers don't look bad. They're able yeah. to, to, to yeah. get rid of the criminal, but they're able to profit from it, throw it into a slush fund yeah. and continue to buy, you know, park no, tanks no and then AR-15s. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's an yeah. interesting that a lot of people just don't know how deep it goes. It's pretty nasty. Yeah, it's yeah. a pretty nasty game, but anyway. So, yeah, man. Well, what else as far as, uh, we'll, we'll get into the funner side. <laughs> I know it's not all about what we call the dessert. I call them the trendy triangle strains. I know it's not all about the dessert cultivars up in Oregon. As far as what you're seeing this season, are you seeing stuff a little more creative outside of 
the gelatos and the wedding cakes and the, you know, you know GSCs. People are such. keeping pretty closed this year for whatever reason. Um, I know that a lot of growers are having issues with water this year. Yeah. Um, besides the fires and the dryness, um, you know, California had their, their issues with water and Oregon was right beside them. Um, we have, where I live, we have TID, which is Talent Irrigation District. Yeah. It, it made it two weeks for everybody. No farm can survive the whole summer off two weeks of water. So, and then they put laws on trucking water. Yeah. So what are they doing? I don't understand what the state's doing where they're turn, taking all this money, but then they're like, but you can't do this, but we're going to take your money anyways. You got to give and take somewhere, guys. Yeah. So, well, that's uh, a normal relationships work that way. Yeah, but, give uh, and take. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's how Quick pro quo. Yeah, yeah. one way to the street there. It's take, 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 take. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that, you, that's another good point. A lot of people don't know. And I yeah. know there's new strands out there, but they're not really, I'm not seeing them. I won't see them into the Hitman's countries, I don't think. Yeah. I, I don't know. I have to, you have to ask People are being quiet. But that also falls yeah, under, you know, yeah. we do have the National Guard, so how many of those are actually strains that I want to know but aren't legal strains? I don't get into that. I don't want to know who's legal or not. That's not my thing. Uh, I provide a service. Yeah. I just assume you're legal because that's the way you should be. <laughs> I'm, Definitely. I'm, I, sorry, I'm, I'm leaking over in a sidebar conversation, guys. I apologize. <laughs> well, we are, <laughs> loud, I think. We are on the floor of the biggest <laughs> industry the biggest show thing, yeah. of the year. So there's and, that. And we got people standing all around, which is really cool, man. I know we have a great guy behind us talking about how Green Bros equipment's legit. And That's <laughs> awesome. Or yeah, yeah, perfect cue. Yeah, exactly. How much you exactly. pay that guy? Ten bucks? <laughs> anyway. I was just uh, going to say, and he's not getting paid, but you guys just ruined that one. We figured it all out. <laughs> it all comes out in the wash. Uh, I, I actually, I mean, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect coming here. You know, honestly, um, it, there's a collision, obviously, in timing. And this year's really interesting because everything uh, uh, in California seems to be late. So, um, and I think Oregon may be the same, but um, everything's a little bit late. So this is really a collision in timing uh, for a lot of people. But I had no idea from the COVID perspective and all that bullshit what we're going to run into here. And... Uh, when we walked in and like initially they were doing this you know like my son had to have his had to have his mask on when they took his picture yeah like he's the only guy in line and then he's like okay i'm gonna take and he's like, no no put your mask on i'm like what the fuck you know yeah so we oh by the way gonna be masked nazis you know massive personal preference in my opinion it's kind of you easier to swap badges when yeah. you can't see the actual face, the face of the individual yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know. oh, thanks guys hashtag loophole yeah loophole is that right yeah yeah here you go just wear the black mask and you'll be right yeah, in exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> but it's so funny i you know you don't know what to expect I know that every state's a little bit different, and and um, and Nevada has been loosening up, you know, because we're a tourist state. I mean, this is what we do, right? Absolutely. Trade shows and tourism. I think uh, up until this point, I mean, I think there's probably people still thinking this was going to cancel, you know, even up until till it did, yeah. you know. Yeah. Unless it was mandatory canceled, it wasn't going to get canceled. I, I, you say they that, but I mean, last year. Yeah. I mean, people. That's why it's so so many people here because they yeah. couldn't come last year, and it was kind of disappointing to do an online. I'm curious version. to see what the total numbers are at the end of the day, but I know that they they had advertised to us that they thought they were going to be at about sixteen to twenty thousand, and I think in nineteen they were at thirty six. So it's it looks like a lot of people. I'm not seeing the same people, so it looks like we're doing okay. But that's for sure. There's definitely a lot of, a lot of other states stepping into it, which is great yeah. because they keep legalizing more states. And yeah. they're like, oh, what do we do now? And now I think about the hot states, Oklahoma. 
Yeah, Oklahoma's it's, crushing it's, it. Gosh, it's, it's still, it's still hot. Now, so. And that's, I had one guy, and, and I don't know, I'm kind of curious of, of your theory, and again, you, you probably follow this a bit. Um, you know, we were talking about how, how low the pounds were, and as Colin mentioned, the plausibility of it getting down to under a dollar a gram wholesale, three three fifty. But you know, again, we're sitting at five hundred right now. The national index is is closer to twelve forty seven median per pound wholesale, um, outdoor. Sorry. So one of the guys was saying, he show, uh, maybe you were standing there, Colin. He actually showed me a picture. He's a buddy. Showed me a picture of thirty acres that's getting taken down in Oklahoma right now, and he's like. This is why you're getting $500 per pound in California. And silly me, I mean, I'm not naive, and I've heard people say, because we were out at, at a Canacon, shout yeah. out to Canacon, OKC. Um, I know they're sitting on a lot of weight out there, but it didn't really hit me until this guy showed me these acres they're getting yeah. ready to be taken out. Right. That, Those are all going to the East Coast. So yeah. all of a sudden, there, there is literally a middleman in the middle of the country for the illicit stuff that was feeding going from that, the West Coast. Feeding that coast. vacuum in the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, California's yeah. sucking it. State lines, permits, and all that stuff. So Unbelievable. It's, yeah. it's going to split up, and eventually, you know, it's going to probably end up going like Budweiser's, where it's going to end up going, unfortunately. Um, I know some companies that are already in Oregon have bought some properties from big corporations, and that's there's going to be some of going. that. I mean, that's that's kind of the natural curve of everything, right? Money, people chase money, yeah. and you know you see this yeah. consolidation, con- conglomeration, all that shit. It's going to happen. Um, I hope and I think there'll always be craft. You know, there'll always market, be craft. There always will be. There's you know. People, but, I mean, there's so much you can do with it and so many yeah. different ways you can do with it. So someone's going to, there's always going to be the artist out there. In the yeah. yeah. Well, the other th- I mean, the other reality of it is it does take skill, but not necessarily the level of skill and effort to, like, brew beer. There's a lot more. You know what I mean? You're tending to plants, so you have to be a good horticulturalist. You have to know how to grow, right? But you're not doing, like... You know, you can you can make some mistakes in there and still come yeah. up with a product that's really powerful, that's really true. potent. Yeah. But with beer, you know, you fuck that up and you're done. It's done. So it's not quite not quite the same thing. And as far as an intoxicant goes, and anybody, you know, anybody can get a really killer strain off the interwebs or at a trade show, yeah. and uh, you know, grow, good stuff. grow a plant and make some pretty good pretty good weed. And uh, you know, there's not a lot of secrets to it. There are some. But there's not a lot like uh, yeah, it's, uh, the, the barrier there isn't as big as in other other industries. I don't think. It's very true. I mean, true. mass production is obviously a different game, but yeah, it doesn't no. scale up. Again, not to pick on soybeans and corn, but this is one crop that you cannot scale up in a linear. Right. I mean, you really—it's exponential effort when you get. When I saw that video from that, I, I'm guessing it was a drone that was capturing that acreage, and yeah. I was like. My OCD, there's no way. I'm yeah. like, I could never run an operation like that. Can you imagine? I, oh my God, the first, the first bud worm I saw, I'd shit myself. I'd be like, okay, this yep, too much. Done. Can't do that. Yeah, can't do yeah. it. Too much. So, it's stick to the crazy. auxiliary side for my, for my day job. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Grow so, a little in your backyard and enjoy yeah, and just yourself. Be, just be good uh, enough for the, take gonna, care of the neighbors, right? Not going <laughs> to in that arena, man. So, and you know what's right. funny is I think we've had, I know I've had opportunities to jump on board on some of those things. And I've always just, I mean, I wasn't very good. I had 2,000 square foot at one time where I was growing in. And uh, I just really, to manage that many plants and that much stuff going on, it was just not my forte. But um, I have, uh, over the years, you know, run into people who are building this and doing that. And they're like, oh, we want you to come in and build our, all our equipment. And, and you know, we'll be, be a part of the jam. And I'm like, 
I, yeah, man. Sorry, I just. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, just it's not, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. It's a different style. My brother can grow plants. Like grow, yeah. he could grow weed, but he also grows plants. Green thumbs, dude. That guy grab any half dead plant and fucking turn it around in a minute, you know. <laughs> and I'm over there like I walk by it and he goes, oh. Shrivels <laughs> up, brown yeah, thumb. Like brown thumb in it. Oh my dude, god. Got you. Magic nice, brown yeah. thumb. <laughs> cool, cool. Wow. Well, man, it's definitely we've been stoked to be able to catch up there, Greg. We love yeah, the fact you know fun. you're you're a partner of ours. Love that you represent and, and are a fan of the brand and obviously represent it well in Southern Oregon. For those looking for any kind of equipment, I don't think there's anything that you leave untouched, right? We even sent yeah. one of ours, which we need to revitalize. And another sidebar conversation between Cole and I. But I know I know you have fans of the Canagen, so we're stoked. To, and that was a badass one for the record. That was a cool Canagen that we that we sent out to you because that was one of the last. But we know that you uh, definitely are a fan, and, and for those that are listening, if you need any equipment for rent or for lease or for own, I mean, Absolutely. you do it all, right? We do, we do. Uh, so We'll sell you anything you want. Yeah, so the Trim Butler, based out of, technically, you're out of Medford. Medford, right? Oregon. Out yeah. of Medford, Oregon. So if you guys need a hookup, he's your man, and uh, definitely appreciate you coming by the booth today. Bro. Yeah, it's been fun. we got to do it again. Oh, and what is a website, or where, where can some uh, people let you TrimButler.com. Oh, well, we'll keep it simple. That's great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we like to keep it simple in this industry. Awesome, man. Well, so, cool. uh, what, before we run out, like, why? Trim, why trim? But like, why did you? Why did you do that? I'm just you thinking know, about like, like trimming. I know that's a massive was a massive opportunity. So but. I'll, I'll tell you. The, I'll tell you how Trim Butler got started. Um, we started with a trade show, which you guys used to come to, called yeah. the THC Fair. Yeah, it was a great <laughs> show until surprise, surprise, OLCC got involved, and it kind of just kind of we don't do it anymore. In one of those trade shows, the company asked if we would trade a sponsorship for a trimmer. Well, that's a no-brainer. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, give, give, give me the trimmer. Thank you. We took it home. We trimmed up our weed. We were done in about a couple hours. So we're like, well, what do we do with this $5,000 piece of equipment? Well, let's put it on Craigslist and rent it. That's how Trim Butler started. Then it was no trying shit. to figure out, well, what's a really good name? And I'm like, Butlers. Butlers are clean, perfectionist, spotless. All right. So now what? Trim Butler. Ta-da! Nice. <laughs> but we had a couple other names that were in there before that, and you know they just didn't work out. So that's kind of how it started, and and we just kept purchasing more equipment, and at some point started reaching out to companies, hey, we want to represent you, and and our intent is to just continue to grow. That's a great. Um, that's a great startup. That's, yeah. that's it. That is the American dream right there. That's how you do it. You that's grab it. onto it, start making money, and carve out your little corner of it that's and if, it. You, if you love it then it's not work so yeah yeah that's very that's true. for sure it makes it uh, a, lo- a lot of fun awesome awesome cool well cool man thanks thanks a lot awesome yeah definitely a shout out to uh, mj biz us putting on this little shindig in the middle of the show and uh definitely thanks again for greg from trim butler and Thank you for tuning in to Hayes Radio Network. We'll be doing plenty more podcasts here at the show. So definitely stay tuned. Until the next time. Thanks for having me again. Awesome. For sure. Awesome.